G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's talk about young people having a voice. Mission Australia's Youth Survey 2020 is now open with the charity extending the opening period to encourage as many young people as possible aged 15 to 19 years right across Australia to have their say. Now, in its 19th year, the Mission Australia Youth Survey is the largest online survey of its kind in Australia and provides an important annual snapshot into the experiences and views of young people. Well, this year, in the midst of the COVID-19 public health challenge, Mission Australia says the Youth Survey will be an important platform for young people to have their voices heard. Mission Australia's CEO, James Toomey, is joining us. Hello, James. Welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. Nice to be with you. James, 19 years it's been going. There's a real impact this survey has, and you're extending this period of time to hear from every young person you possibly can. Uh, What do you want to hear from young people this year? Well, thanks, Neil. It's uh, absolutely right. Nineteen years of of this survey, and this year will be will be fascinating. We get more than twenty five thousand young people a year complete this survey, and it gives us an incredibly rich picture of what young people are thinking and feeling, and what they're aspiring to. And we use that information not just to inform the services that we provide as an organisation, but we we take the survey, the report to government, and we speak to government and government departments about young people. It becomes a voice for young people to present their case, if you like, to people who make decisions um, around them and for them and with them in their lives to, uh, you know, to take their, take their thoughts into consideration and to change things, uh, hopefully for the better for young people. That's how we use the survey. And the more people that we get to complete it, obviously, the bigger the voice that we have. Uh, 25,000 is a fantastic number, but it's always wonderful to get to get more. If we can get more than that, it's, it'll be brilliant. And, and this year in particular, this is a unique year uh, for Australia, for the world. And to be able to capture this year in particular what it is that is of concern or interest or aspiration for young people is going to be, uh, it's going to be huge. James, it's a rare opportunity, isn't it? Because there's not that many mechanisms where you can get an expression of young people on this scale and you know that the results of it are going to be heard in the corridors of power. But as you say, this year is very different. The COVID-19 pandemic, there's going to be lots of self-isolating going on. The way that young people think about their lives today and their futures perhaps is going to be upset by some of the changes that are happening. How different do you think things might look when youth are responding this year? Well, I think uh, what we will see, we ask a question every year about what concerns what concerns you in your life at this moment. And uh, that question is um, a, a you know, free-form question. People get to write their answer rather than picking off a, a, off a list. Uh, 
And it would be fascinating to see how young people are responding to their experiences of, of, of being isolated. We are all in different ways, and nearly, nearly everybody listening to this program in different ways is going to be experiencing um, isolation at the moment. And it may not be, um, you know, we may, it may be physical isolation, but it starts to feel like social isolation, and particularly for young people uh, who are you know, incredibly social animals, if you like, and we are as humans, but as young people in particular, the reliance and the, and the importance of social connection be really fascinating to see how this, um, how the world, the digital world, which we've all embraced so much, and has seen as a substitute for human connection, um, you know, Facebook and uh, you know Instagram platforms and using WhatsApp and all these other channels that that are presented to us as being alternatives for actual personal human connection. How how well are they standing up at a time like this? And it'll be fascinating to see what young people really think and say about whether this is actually, is, you know, these, these platforms are working for them. And the answer might be that, yes, they are. And then we learn something profound from that. And the answer might be, no, they're not really. And we learn something from that too. And either way, uh, we're going to be in for a set of very, very um, uh, rich and informative um, uh, feedback. All we've got to work with is how youth responded in the last survey. And this has been going 19 years. There's real momentum there. How do you reflect on what were the concerns last year of what youth brought to the fore as their aspirations and the challenges and the problems and the the things that they were happy about or angry about? Uh, How do you reflect on last year? Well, one of the things that came through last year, which was which was a came through as a surprise, um, it all it was was around a concern about the environment. And since then, we have come through an, 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 an extraordinary bushfire season, and in in Australia, and on the back of incredibly challenging drought, and uh, and then then incredible rains. And now into um, into a very different kind of challenge for us all. So um, a lot of the concerns that young people are articulating about the environment, you could say, you know, some of those things came to pass last year uh, in the way in which um, you know where we had a particularly difficult summer in Australia. Be interesting to see whether young people reflect on that again, or whether they are very much reflecting on the here and now experience of isolation that many of us are experiencing. Aspirations for young people you know, are consistently, year on year, young people aspire to uh, you know, going to university, going to TAFE, getting a job. And there are high levels of aspiration. Uh, and one of the things that we see, uh, which is really reassuring, is that that level of aspiration is there for young people um, right the way across um, the, the sort of social spread of the people who answer the survey. Clearly young people with aspiration and clearly young people with ambition. What we do see is that not all young people are feeling that they're likely to be able to um, live out that ambition. That They think that there are barriers either because of where they live or, or barriers because of um, money or other resources that are going to actually stop them meeting their aspirations. So we've always got this Layoff between um, young people with great aspirations and ambitions, and then a group of young people saying, "But I've got this ambition, but I'm not sure I'm going to be able to really achieve it." And again, this year, with so many young people and people in general out of work, but young people out of work, 
it's been very, very interesting to see how many more people are saying, well, I, I, the barriers that I can see for me are that there aren't the jobs available. Those entry-level jobs, perhaps, that we've looked at in the past or jobs that we've been able be able to do to sustain us through study or sustain us through um, you know, apprenticeships and other things like that, or, or take us, you know, be there alongside us when we're working, uh, you know, doing part-time work and studying as well. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see what the young people's reflection is on that. And that then becomes this incredible body of evidence that we're able to, um, as the economy itself, as the Australian economy picks up after this, and it will, that uh, young people are then going to be able, we're going to be able to make sure that young people are at the center of, of, of thinking about the future of the economy and the future of work. Um, the information we get out of this survey is going to be able to help us with that. Could be very telling, given that often we think that young people may be short-sighted in the way that they think things happen in, say, an economy or uh, with the global crisis that we're facing right now with COVID-19. But uh, the idea of when we get through all of that, will those aspirations still hold true? I guess when you look back on all of the challenges that we've had over this past year, as you've highlighted, uh, the idea of drought and bushfire and uh, and then floods and now the COVID-19, the idea that young people have not been so resilient because they haven't faced hardship. There's a certain sense here, James, perhaps that having faced some of those hardships, some of the responses might be different to normal. So I imagine you're anticipating that you want people to be honest, but you're expecting some difference. That's right. And I think that you're absolutely right. There is this sense around about young people who haven't faced hardship. I've heard this that, you know, recently in recent weeks, um, uh, people say, you know, of my generation saying to me, well, you know, there are people who work for us who've never had to experience, um, uh, you know, a, an economic downturn in the country, you know, with, with nearly 30 years of, of, uh, of economic growth up until quite recently. And a sense that young people are somehow not going to be up to the challenge. Um, I think young people are up to the challenge. I think the, the, the question is they've never, they've never really been They've never been tested. They've had to be tested, but they'll step up. And I think the, what we will be able to see through this survey is information when we hear from young people, you know, what are your aspirations? What do you think the barriers are? What do you think could be better for you? Those sorts of questions are going to really flush out um, the areas where, uh, you know, young people are saying, well, yes, I've got the aspiration and I've got the ambition. Those things have always been there. Um, um, and I'm understanding, what I, you know, I, got, I understand what the barriers are, but it doesn't mean I haven't got the aspiration and the ambition still. Um, and the you know, testing people in the diversity, it's going to be testing for the whole country. But, uh, you know, testing, young, testing for young people too, I think that the survey, uh, I'm hopeful that the survey will give us some really good signals into how um, how our young people who are ultimately, you know, the, a, a future economic driving generation for us are actually going to are actually going to be part of the solution to, to pulling us all through this well you're anticipating numbers won't be less but the same or more than last year so you're looking for 25,000 young people aged 15 to 19 years and no doubt there'll be some of those listening to our conversation now uh, there may be parents who have teenagers who might like to pass on the way to their young person, the challenge here of filling out the youth survey 
an important yep. source of information for organisations, as you say, mm-hmm. in the corridors of power in our governments and for families in general to understand a picture of our young people. So how long does it take to fill out the survey? Is it a difficult thing to do and how hard it is to connect to get this survey to fill out? Okay, well, it's, not, it's certainly not difficult to do. The, um, to fill in the survey... The full address is www.missionaustralia.com.au slash youthsurvey. But if you go onto the Mission Australia website, just Google Mission Australia, you can go onto the Mission Australia website and find a link there. The survey will take, uh, you know, probably 15 minutes, maybe uh, maybe half an hour to complete. Um, I would say to young people listening to this, if they're wondering about answering the survey, um, if you are isolated at home and bored, I've just found you something to do for half an hour, which will, uh, if you've got access to the internet, and it'll be, it'll be incredibly valuable. And if you're a parent and you're listening to this and you, you're trying to find something for your 15 to 19-year-old to do for half an hour, then this is something that they can be doing and adding value and telling their friends about it and, and, and uh, using, using technology using the power of their individual voice to make a difference for a whole a whole group of young people. Well, I think on what you've just said, James Toomey, you'll have 50,000 this year, not 25,000, because there'll be an awful lot more 15 to 19-year-olds looking for something to do for that 15 to 30 minutes. Let me point listeners to the survey website. It's missionaustralia.com.au forward slash youth survey and as James Toomey says simply Google Mission Australia there'll be a link there where you're 15 to 19 year old or if you're in that age group listening to our conversation today if you're between 15 and 19 years an opportunity today for your voice to be heard on your aspirations on your concerns for your future take advantage of the opportunity missionaustralia.com.au forward slash Youth Survey. James Toomey is the CEO of Mission Australia. James, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.